0: Welcome back for another episode of Clean Tech Talk, where we at Cleantechnica interview clean tech leaders from around the world. With topics ranging from electric cars to climate change communication, you can listen to our full podcast series by visiting our website at cleantechnica.com. We're here for another episode of Cleantech Talk. I'm Zach Shahan, CEO of Cleantechnica, and joining us today for detailed, interesting discussion on, on affordable, but fast, good speed e- home EV charging and workplace EV charging is Dan Liddell, CEO and founder of SplitVolt. So Dan, since you actually are the, the founder and the, and the inventor of your product, maybe we could start with what inspired you to, to create it and why it is, a kind of unique product.
1: Sure. Uh, Hi, Zach. Thanks very much. Pleasure being here today. I appreciate your time and the time of your listeners. Yeah, we do have a very exciting and new and unique solution and happy to chat about that and give you sort of a sense of it um, and how it can save EV buyers thousands of dollars and and simplify the process of owning and uh, buying and and using uh, electric vehicles. Um, But yeah, so the way this came about, really, I guess if you look at my background, you know, I've been uh, in the market now for about 30 overall selling technology related solutions as a marketing and sales leader for about 32 years. Um, 22 of those years were uh, back-to-back at technology startups, venture funded startups. So I have a lot of experience growing businesses from scratch through IPO or through uh, acquisition and, and have learned a lot during that time. And, and so as a marketing leader, I care about the customer and they're solving problems for them. And that's true of our company. During over, going back, I'd say over quite some time, I've had interest in electric vehicles, but more from a high level. It really was 2012 when I became seriously interested in them. And frankly, I, I was interested initially because it was a way for me to get that uh, carpool sticker. In California, as you know, the traffic can be significant and bad. And if you were to have a, a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid or a um, electric vehicle, you could get that carpool sticker. So back in 2012, I bought a, a plug-in hybrid, happened to be a Ford Fusion. To get that carpool sticker and reduce my commute but after driving it for a while i really liked that car i also but it only had about 20 miles of range on battery so i would plug it in at night using a normal standard wall plug 120 volts your normal plug and that charges at about three miles an hour so in other words overnight i was able to in about you know roughly seven hours i was able to, to get a charge of 18 miles now that yeah. was fine for that vehicle and i liked that vehicle i bought another one and then after about six years i decided to go and get a fully electric vehicle and there was a big change, though, by going to a fully electric vehicle that now had, instead of 20 miles of, of battery charge, it now had 330 miles of, of battery charge. I bought it; happened to buy a Tesla Model Three. I realized that the charging rates were just insufficient. Trying to use your standard little 120 volt wall plug, which charges at three miles an hour, just is too slow. And so I said, "There's got to be a better, better way to do this." And what the uh, the the automakers at the time and the only real option out there was to pay an electrician to come out and to install a dedicated circuit a dedicated 240 volt level 2 circuit to your home so you could fast charge your car. Now that's fine except that that process is very uh, complex. It can take weeks to get permits in place. It's very costly. We've seen quotes $1000 to have this dedicated circuit installed. It can be a little more, it can be a little bit less, but it's not cheap. And then you also have to go through a bunch of uh, hoop jumping, not just for permits, but making sure your house has sufficient power. So that whole process of adding a dedicated circuit just to have fast home charging uh, was difficult and expensive. And I thought, well, there's got to be a better way. So I was looking at you know our situation and I'd get quoted like $850 for it. And, and I realized, you know, I already have a 240 volt circuit in my house that comes with just about every single family home in the country. And that is your dryer circuit. So electric dryer circuits are typically 240 volts, 30 amp circuits. They're standard and they come in most single family homes. So I thought if I've got a dryer circuit sitting there that's unused, the bulk of the day, maybe it only gets used for an hour or two out of the day. Why would I pay for a whole new dedicated circuit, spend a thousand dollars and take all that time? I said, I might be willing to do that as an early adopter, but most of the market would not. So so I sort of realized there's got to be a better way. And that's sort of how the split bolt splitter switch concept was born. It was let's find a way to really simply and easily use your existing dryer circuit in a safe and automatic fashion to be able to charge your electric vehicle anytime your, your dryer is not running. And therefore, you don't need to have a dedicated circuit installed. You don't need an electrician to come out. You don't need to do permitting. You don't need to unplug or unscrew and connect hardwire in, in. just plug it in. So that was the, the sort of, uh, I guess, inception of the company. And uh, and we founded the company and built it out in a, In in April of 2019, uh, we'd already been developing for a long time, was able to assemble a team of really experienced, uh, knowledgeable technologists and operational folks. These people I'd worked with at prior startups, and so they had a lot of great experience. And we were able to really move quickly in not only getting the business up and running in a scalable, high-quality fashion, but also understanding best practices in the U.S. And, and, you know, since we're a U.S.-based company, and really be very efficient in our approach. And so that's sort of how we got off and running. And we actually launched and just started selling the product just about 18 months now. And during that time, we've experienced tremendous growth. The response by customers out there has been terrific. Uh, customers say, look, if I can just plug this thing in, it takes me two minutes to plug it in and I suddenly have fast charging and it only cost me like 300 bucks, even 400 bucks. And instead of having to spend a thousand dollars for a dedicated circuit and take weeks, I wanna do that. So uh, we had had this great reaction. That's sort of a snapshot. So, so I founded Splitbolt with the mission to empower electric vehicle adoption. So it's not just limited to this initial product sets and I'll talk about the other products we offer in a moment but the idea is we wanna provide solutions that make it easy for normal people, normal car buyers to use electric vehicles, make it less expensive um, and use them safely and easily. So this, this US team you know, is experienced and it, we all have a passion for solving problems and providing valuable solutions to customers and have been hard at work for quite some time now. And I, so I, what, I, yeah.
0: I assume many or most of them drive EVs themselves?
1: Yeah, many do. I would say actually, I would not say 100% of them do. And it's not anything about electric vehicles. It's just they found that it's very interesting. It works great. But depending on where they live and their circumstance. So in one case, we have someone who has a serious four-wheel drive. He's on a volunteer fire uh, department in his area in the mountains. And so for that reason, uh, not that electric vehicle wouldn't be perfect for that, but he's already got his equipment all set up. So I can't say 100%, but otherwise, yeah. But
0: close. Got it. (laughs) well that's i mean our team is still not 100% but but we're majority ev drivers now i'm i'm sure so i just just to rewind a little bit for anyone uh, who might have missed sort of some key key parts of that if so if you have a 240 volt plug that's free nothing it's not being used for anything you don't need this is this is not really necessary but if you have a 240 volt plug and it's being used for a dryer or some other appliance, I don't know, a small, small fridge, I'm not sure what else would use a 20, 240 volt plug in a garage, then you would get this, just plug it into that plug, and then plug in both, then you can plug in either, at the same time, you could plug in the dryer or mini fridge or whatever, and the, the electric car, Correct.
1: Yeah, that's the idea. Is you can have both the uh, the EV charger, the EV plugged into the same uh, to our device, the split split volt splitter switch, and also have your dryer plugged into it, and it will automatically switch the power between those two devices. And so, but but be, to be very really specific, there's actually two really good uh, sort of applications of this product. The first is if you wanna share your existing dryer circuit, right? So you, you have a 240 volt plug circuit already and like like basically all single family homes do and you've got uh, your dryer and also an EV. So that's exactly what it does. But it also can be used if you've got a circuit that's unused, you could use it. You can plug our device in, you can charge two EVs with it. And what it will do is it will charge one and then charge the other. So we have many customers who have a single circuit installed and they they wanna have two electric vehicles and our device will allow them to share that circuit with two electric vehicles. Yes, and as I mean, you, you've got it, so as, as you mentioned, it can work for other appliances and other common appliances. Some people have in their garage or in a workshop, they'll have um, presses, drills, heaters, 240 old heaters. There's a whole slew of other appliances that you could also attach and use and share This uh, this device can be used for. But primarily we talk about it relative to sharing your dryer circuit for your EV charging. So you can avoid that high cost and complexity
0: yeah that's great and i mean as i think you sort of mentioned at the beginning too a lot of people when they got an ev especially in the early days i mean still now as well uh, they would get a, a whole dedicated 240 40 volt outlet installed so if they did that when they got one electric car and then they ended up having two electric cars then this is the perfect solution to not have to do that again Right to 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 just add this on on. That's to- exactly
1: exactly right. And we've been you know we're we're out there we're we're at various shows and we talk to lots and lots of customers all the time. Um, aside from having sold to thousands of customers and have thousands of systems installed across the U.S. safely running, saving people money, we've got a lot of great feedback about that. And and it's very common for someone's first reaction be like, oh bummer, I wish I knew about this before I installed my dedicated circuit. Definitely. And when we say, and and then when we explain to them, hey, but you can now use it for your second EV. They're they're thrilled because they yeah. they don't want to install another circuit, and so it saves those folks money too. So it's great. But yeah, you've you've hit on you know the basic value points here. The basic idea is this: it's extremely complicated. When you buy your EV, you got to go pay thousand dollars or more. You have to jump through permitting hoops. It takes weeks to have this installed by an electrician. But instead of all that, and now just with split bolt splitter switch, there's no need for that. You just, it's plug and play. So you just plug it in. Uh, anyone can do it. it. You just use your dryer circuit, plug it in, and you suddenly get seven times faster charging. So if you want to charge on your, for example, your 30 amp circuit, according to the national electric code, you can charge up to 24 amps on that. So our device will let you charge at that rate, which is about 21 miles an hour. That's that's seven times faster than your normal little wall plug. So you can get that immediately. So it's The product itself is safe and automatic. You don't have to remember things and plug things in or unplug stuff or keep track of it. Just it's all plugged in when you're home. And when, when someone uses the dryer, it automatically pauses charging. And then whenever the dryer is done, it automatically resumes charging. So you don't need to pay attention or worry about it. It does it in the background. So overnight, your car will be charged regardless of whether someone actually used the dryer or didn't use the dryer. It will be charged in the morning, and uh, and so that's a nice benefit. But o- overall, though, safety is critically important. So the the, the key values yeah, are would, safe would, and simple. I would yeah, actually, please yeah, please go ahead.
0: Yeah, I would, so you know I you know we we know there's other there's other products on the market that split a two forty volt outlet, and just trying to understand your 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 business your product well beforehand we I was trying to dig in and find out what makes it unique and I ha- we just we had a really interesting chat about what makes this kind of product safe and why yours is so well designed for safety so I I think for anyone who's you know like oh yeah if, uh, these are out there I think it would be great to have you t- sort of explain the details. you know get into the details now we've got the intro Get into yeah. the details now of what makes it especially safe and, and unique.
1: Okay. Yeah, happy to do that. That's a great point. So, first of all, there's some critical safety features. If you're dealing with 240 volt power, that's high, that's high voltage. Um, you need to be particularly careful, right? 120 is one thing, but 240 volt is even higher. So we believe that you should not have to unscrew anything, take off face plates, do anything with that power. It should simply be plug it in or unplug it, and that and, and that's it, right? That's very important. So for us, we, we feel like there's a handful, basically five elements that are critical if you have a solution like this. So another way of saying that is if you don't have any of these five key elements, then we don't believe that the product would be safe. You need it for this sort of an application. And to be very clear, um, that starts with having an internal circuit breaker in the unit. If you don't have an internal circuit breaker that restricts and protects your household wiring, then you are at risk of running at a higher rate and having overcurrent or overheat of your household wiring. It's only rated to a certain level. And um, I know yeah,
0: I know a circuit breaker is a common thing, but just you know, for people who are not technically yeah, deep on this stuff, can you just explain a little bit more what a circuit breaker is and what it does?
1: Oh, yeah. So a circuit breaker is a component of the solution that does not allow the power to exceed a certain level. It also does not allow the temperature to exceed a certain level. If that happens, it will simply trip and turn off the power and therefore protect everything, okay? So we have a little component in there called the circuit breaker in our device that's set at the maximum safe charging rate according to the National Electric Code. So if someone either accidentally or on purpose tries to charge faster uh, than what is safe for their wiring in their house, our device will just simply trip and turn it off, it'll stop, right? And so every now and then we'll get a call from somebody who says, Hey, your box keeps tripping what's going on. And we'll go through the troubleshooting with them. And then they'll realize, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know it, but I was pulling too much power on my circuit. And so my house wiring was getting hot and yet, so it wasn't safe. So you need to have an internal breaker that's set at that appropriate NEC safe level. Uh, It's not safe to to count on or depend upon the household circuit breaker, which is built into your panel because that's set too high for what your wiring can handle for EV charging. So you need that ability for the system to automatically turn itself off if there's something funny, if something's misconfigured in the charger by the customer by accident.
0: And I know I keep taking this down side paths, but but can you explain why the household circuit breaker is set too high for EV charging? Because you explained it to me, and I was I had never realized or, or, or heard that.
1: Yes, and and this is a, this is an important, really important thing that most folks would not be aware of. So when you think about your two forty volt dryer circuit in your house, your household panel. They're used to being attached to a normal appliance. A normal appliance is something that turns on and off. So they're rated to like 30 amps, is a standard one, right? 240 volt, 30 amps. That's your dryer circuit. But they're, they were meant to be turned on and off at of various appliances, not to run continuously for 10 hours. Like EV charging runs continuously for extended periods, depending on how much charging is happening. So the National Electric Code said, hey, hold on a minute. I know we have defined 30 amp circuit as 30 amps, but that's only meant to be briefly. If you're gonna do EV charging, you may not charge safely above 24 amps on a 30 amp circuit. They wanna have a buffer there. So, So if the device in your car is charging above 24 amps on a 30 amp circuit, that is not safe according to the NEC. And that can overheat your wiring. It it can cause, uh, it can lead to a number of issues. So we ensure that. So you can't accidentally do that. And so that is you totally unique and an important safety feature. It's one of several very important safety features that go into our design, and it's the only one that has that.
0: So we got to get back to your five safe critical safety things. But but I'm going to ask one selfish question now because you you keep uh, informing me of things that I wasn't aware of. So I have a garage with just 120 uh, volt. Outlet no no two forty volt outlet so I'm charging our Tesla Model Three on that uh, because personally I don't I mean of course it would it would be nice to have a faster charge sometimes like once in a while you're like oh, I wish I could charge a little faster right now but mostly you know I just plan ahead and and I don't I don't go on too much uh, long distance driving in one or two days but is there any is there any concern any risk to that slow charging, at, you know, for twenty hours or whatever it takes to charge the car for such a long period of time, or is it not really an issue because it's uh, a lower voltage and amps? Amperage?
1: Well, I think it's a great. That's a great nuanced question that I think is really it's probably worth worth chatting about. I'm glad you bring it up. It's it's very interesting. So I I did that, you know, for quite a while uh, when I had my Ford Fusion, which only charges for 20 miles, which is about a 20 mile range, which is about uh, seven hours of charging.
0: But But that was a Ford Fusion energy for it used to be a a top seller in the US for a few years. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: that plug-in was terrific, but it was only short range. But even that took seven hours. So it was running at full max charging rate for seven hours. And that is uh, high. So actually, to your question, a very big difference between a normal 120 plug, like the one everybody thinks of as a normal wall plug and a 240 volt circuit is that those 120 volt plugs are actually shared. So when you plug into the wall inside your house and you plug your computer in or a lamp into it, that is not the only dedicated circuit. It's not a dedicated circuit. That's also other plugs are going to that. So you have other devices that are pulling off of that same circuit. So imagine if you plug in an EV trickle charger, which is running at the maximum rate for that 120 volt, then it is pulling. But on top of that, you may have other devices, computers, heaters, uh, other units plugged in on a different socket that's sharing that circuit. So you might be pulling quite a bit more than is anticipated. And so actually there is a little bit of a a safety factor when it comes to using a normal 120 volt plug uh, for charging your EV, because the assumption there with the charging rate is that it's using all that power dedicated, but you might also be pulling even more from another place whereas a 240 volt is just going to be that one device only. So, you know, what the maximum safe charging rate is. So that that was
0: informative and interesting. Thank you. Yes, definitely. And uh, so, so we've got, I think one of the five critical safety features, the internal circuit breaker. What else is on this list?
1: Yeah. So that's probably one of the most important, but then also another equally important thing is full automatic power switching between the two sockets. So As I mentioned, our device, it plugs into the wall socket where you normally have your dryer plugged in. And then your dryer plugs into one socket of our device and your charger plugs into another socket of the device. So our our device, our splitter switch, split bolt splitter switch will switch full power between one or the other circuit. It does not allow you to run both circuits, both sockets at the same time. Because then effectively you'd be pulling from both and you could overload the one wall circuit that it's connected to. So it will switch full power to either the dryer or to the charger, but never run both at the same time. That would be that would not be safe. And that that would potentially exceed the national the NEC safe charging rate. So full power switching is important. Another of the very important considerations is having a real time live power display showing you exactly what's happening on the device. You can see exactly. On our split-volt splitter switch, you just by a glance, you can see exactly what the total current, the total amperage load is. You can see what the kilowatt hours are. You can see what exactly what the voltage is. So by just glancing at it, you know what's happening. And that's important because if you don't know what's happening, you don't know whether something's configured and pulling more power than would otherwise be acceptable or safe. And in our case, you can see exactly what's happened at a glance. So that's an important uh, factor. So that's, that's three of the five. Other important factors that we we believe matter quite a bit is that the device is just simply plug and play. Now, on the one hand, that makes it nice and simple to use, which is one of the main reasons for it. But But making it plug and play means you can just walk up and just plug it in and that's it whereas other solutions or products out there may require you to go out and kill power to a certain circuit line and to unscrew with a screwdriver face plate and to put on some mounting device and then to mount that, screw that on there um, and then turn the power back on. We just don't think that process is safe for normal folks to have to do. So we think that the device must be just plug it in and that's it, right? No, no, no special mounting, no installation required, no worrying about the power and whether the socket's live. Just plug it in like you would a normal socket. So that's a really important one. And that, again, is a really important consideration. And then another, one of the last of these is that the we think that having a pigtail, a cable that we plug into the wall socket is important. At, at face value, you might say, well, why have a pigtail? Why not just mount the pins on the back of the unit and plug it in? Well, there's a couple really good reasons for that. Some of the simplest reasons, but not the most important is, by having a pigtail, you can plug it in and then position it where you can actually see the display, right? You can see what's happening. You can see the unit. You can read the display and you can position that anywhere near that dryer that you'd like and you can see what's happening, okay? So that's a, that's nice. But more importantly, the housing code standards do not define the orientation of that 240 volt plug. So it can be facing one way in one home and the next door home can be facing upside down the other way and it's still fine. If you have a pigtail plug like we do, you can have it plugged in the correct orientation. If we were to physically mount the pins in our unit and try and plug it in, well, half the time it's gonna be upside down. And then the cables you're plugging into that are gonna be all splayed out and more likely to fall out or to have a gap that can be touched. So we think that from a safety perspective, having a pigtail plug is is incredibly important for that safe orientation and, uh, and also for the positioning. So those are the five things, having an internal circuit breaker, having automatic power switching so only one socket can pull at one time having real time power status display at a glance plug and play no no unscrewing no unscrewing no no mount, mounting installation required you can simply set our device on a shelf or on the unit on the dryer and then having a pigtail we think those things are necessary without them it's going to be less safe or unsafe so that's sort of a snapshot there does that make sense
0: yeah it's very interesting some details i had never heard or thought about yeah, the pigtail test, just one example. So, it was very interesting. Did you have all of these with your initial product, or did you sort of decide at different stages to add some of these features?
1: Or we, we design elements. So, I have I have a long background. You know, again, it's twenty two years of back to back technology startups. These are usually venture funded companies, and and so I really have learned over the years the importance of understanding the customer, their needs, their world, their pain points. So I did, we did more than nine months of research, really understanding what the issues were, what the practical reality, what, what the situation is for, for users and, and also being a user. And so we really understood this from the outset and knew that that was critical requirements. We we looked at these other options in the very beginning. It's kind of a simplistic thing and said, yeah, but here's why that does not make sense. Or here's why that is not safe. So before we did this, we, we mapped this out defined what was necessary and what was safe and built that in our original design. And, you know, we have this terrific US-based team who knows all the best practices, understands safety in a way that others don't. We, you know, all those aspects. And so we've basically built that from the outset with a deep understanding of that and what the customer needs and what is safe.
0: And if if you happen to be like a Tesla nut or a Ford nut and you, you want it to be branded, is there a place where you can just stick a sticker on it?
1: in terms of uh, <laughs> what, what sort of sticker do you mean? I'm oh, a oh, Ford sticker, for example.
0: Just, yeah, a Tesla or a Ford <laughs> sticker to say, hey, this is my, my Ford
1: charger or whatever. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, it's we, joke, the front of it's flat and we'd be happy, I know you're joking. The uh, front of it's flat and you certainly could do that if you wanted to, uh, in fact. So yeah, to that point, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, a lot of times we want people to understand that this is a different category. This is not a charger. This is a splitter switch, a new thing. And so, you know, this works with your existing charger. If you already have a charger, you can plug it in here. We're standards-based, our plugs are standard. So it'll work with your charger or you can work with one of our chargers. And that's probably a good sort of segue to talk about some related products we have that are, you know, I don't spend a lot of time talking about, but, you know, it's worth mentioning that uh, we have products today, additional products today, and we're adding other products that all help empower EV adoptions. One of those more obvious ones is, selling uh, chargers. And so we have products that uh, we have a, a very lightweight, very fast and simple port series of portable electric charger, portable EV chargers. They come with a carrying case, they're lightweight, you can take them with you. They're not the big bulky wall mounted systems that require installation. These ones you just plug into a standard NEMA 240 volt plug. And what well, so what you Yeah, please. The US- please.
0: The U.S. market clearly, you know, is about 75% of EVs sold are Teslas, and they've historically come with this mobile charger, which is what I use in the garage. For example, Uh, I know 120 volt plug. There was recent, you know, I'm sure you saw the recent controversy that Tesla was going to stop including it with new vehicles, and and that you could buy it on on their website, but then it was sold out immediately. Is this comparable to that? Is this um, smaller and lighter or is, is, is it the same basic thing or, or is it a different kind of it's, product? It's
1: uh, so same concept in terms of providing charging, fast charging, but there's a number of value points and the reason, and the reason that we're doing this. So, so first of all, our portable EV charger is very simple. It doesn't have a ton of crazy bells and whistles and all these other things. What it does really well is what we learned our customers care about is it charges very fast. In fact, it charges to the maximum charging rate according to the NEC safe charging rate, but it's also inexpensive. So our value proposition we believe is the leading value proposition for chargers on the market for portable EV chargers in particular. Our price point, given the charging rates have a significant advantage. So for example, we have a, uh, 24 amp charger that's what you'd plug into a normal 30 amp circuit or certainly one of our splitter switches and so that 24 amp charger provides charging at about 21 miles an hour and uh, which is nice fast that's the maximum safe charging rate and uh it does that but we only that that thing is only priced at about 285 dollars so very inexpensive compared to something comparable from a major automaker or from tesla would be a lot more money But then even beyond that, we also offer 40 amp chargers. And our 40 amp chargers are designed to go onto those custom 50 amp circuits. And we charge as fast as any device can safely charge on a 50 amp circuit. So uh, that device, our 40 amp charger only costs $320. So you'd be looking at 2x that if you were to buy a Tesla charger with the same charging rate and even more than that, if you were to buy other wall chargers. And it's not only the cost of those chargers, but then also the cost of installing those chargers. So you might be looking at $1,500. You might be looking at $2,000, maybe $2,500. By the time you have the charger and the installation done, or you could use our $320 charger that charges at 40 amps and plug it into a standard 50 amp circuit. Or you could use our 24 amps. So we're really cost-effective. It's very lightweight, it's simple, and it comes with a carrying bag so you can keep it in your car. So yeah, we the fact that Tesla announced that, really opens the door. We already sell quite a few chargers because our value proposition is compelling because um, it's fast and inexpensive. But the fact that they are now not selling it, bringing it with the vehicles yeah, just uh, increases the opportunity for us there. So um, that's an exciting set of products we have as well.
0: And we, and we know that you're extremely safety focused. Well, I was going to joke with the sticker thing after, uh, after I was going to say, and you could even stick an Apple sticker on there and, and quintuple the The price of that, (laughs) but 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 you but that you then made the same point basically, which is if you buy any branded charger, Tesla, Ford, whatever, there's going to be a markup for the branding and for you know for buying it through the the company that you got a car from or whatever. So it's a it's a good point, you know, beyond you know what Apple is famous for. There's no company that's going to basically sell you a branded product with a major brand and and not sort of have include a markup, right?
1: You're absolutely right. And and those, so we're, we're talking about those guys would cost two to three X for the same charging rate. So big a big difference. And, and there's no real reason for that. Um, and if Apple of,
0: ever came into it, it would be five X,
1: right? <laughs> you you have that exactly right. So yeah. yeah, that's our approach. We're just trying to provide solutions that are inexpensive, simple, safe, top of the list and make it easier for normal people to buy EVs. They don't have to be immersed in and loving EVs. If they do, that's great. But for general, general folks who just want the best vehicle, save money, fastest, best performing, whatever. They, they just want this part to be easy. So we're providing those solutions. We also provide some extension cable, 240-volt extension cables and adapters. And, and we will be announcing a series of other products that we're rolling out as well, which we're, we're quite excited about. But when you think about, as you mentioned, safety, because that is our mantra, we start everything from that perspective. The key values for our chargers are, it's the best value overall, lowest price and fastest charging rate combination out there. We also, of course, built in, the things that you'd expect, surge protection, overcurrent protection, overheat protection. We make it with the, the charges, the 100% copper wiring for minimum resistance. All these technical things that make it safe. It's fast, it saves a bunch of money. It's compa- these chargers are compatible with Tesla and also non-Tesla vehicles. Doesn't matter, they, they're standards-based. They use normal NEMA standard plug types. And they use the standard J1772 connector, or with the adapter for Teslas, and uh, the other lightweight and simple. So that's the basic idea on those chargers.
0: Cool. Yeah, it was very compelling so far. I want to jump. You you claim to be market leader, so I'm just curious what metrics, what uh, in what way you you establish that you 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 get that claim.
1: Yeah. So as a market leader, we have been selling. We have sold thousands of units across the U.S. We've sold those to customers and deployed safely, and that's in all. That was only in an 18-month window, and so we have established a much, much larger footprint than anyone out out there significantly. And when you're looking at and thinking about safety when it comes to 240-volt power in particular, going with a solution that is broadly deployed in lots of environments across the country. In mass and over a long period of time as well, then you know that it's safe and real and solid, and also you know that uh, you've already worked through and identified any potential issues in those areas and that sort of thing. So we think that's important. So so we have substantially more customers. We're really the leader out there uh, and only one with a significant footprint across the country today. And that's uh, that, so that's sort of we think the most important aspect of of the of the solution and in the best sort of validation. Um, on top of that, we have, we have literally have, if you want to use facts, we have, we have hundreds of verified customer reviews that are by, done by a third party. Uh, we sell mainly through our website. It's faster and that's great. We also sell there, but we have hundreds of verified reviews, which does not happen overnight and only happens if you have a high quality product. So that's, uh, that, yeah, go ahead.
0: This is, this is clearly a still new market. You know, there's still uh fairly small percentage of Americans who have electric vehicles. and I so you did a lot of pre-testing to to develop the products, but even no matter how much pre-testing and and, and market research you do, you know that there's going to be things to address as you roll out you know hundreds or thousands of units. The more you scale up the more you you find issues to tweak. So I imagine at this point if you you're saying thousands sold, hundreds of reviews, it seems like at this point you must be feeling, Pretty comfortable with what you, the product that you feel like you could ramp up production a lot more without worry of of some kind of fault or, or error causing a massive problem for you. Is that correct?
1: Well, yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think there's no better test than deployments in the field at at scale. Right? Otherwise, the systems will someone would learn things. I learned this over the years at various startups. So if you, for example, had a system that did not have an internal circuit breaker and you're, you've only deployed some modest number, a few hundred or whatever that number might be. And sure it worked fine for most places, but you haven't been out in all of the various environments yet. And you could that's later is when you might find out about those sort of issues. Now we've been out and deployed at volume in those environments. So that's the best test. Cause you're right. No matter how thorough the testing is back in the engineering you know, room and the test labs, that's not real world. And so the only really safe way to objectively get a sense of, of the safety and the, the quality of the product is to see how it performs over time at, uh, at, at scale. And we've got that. We're there and we feel really good about that. So yeah, our business is scaling extremely fast and, and we're doing that because we want to continue to be the price leader. We want to make sure that we're providing a high quality, high value product um, to customers, that is very cost effective for them. And yes, we believe that to be definitely the case.
0: And so you have a an a rating, verified customer product review rating of four point six out of five, which is of course good. Is that remaining 0. 0.4 just people who didn't like that it was that it was tripping the that it was, the the circuit breaker was was stopping the the charge? This- oh, that's great.
1: That's a great question. Yeah, that's very funny. So anytime you're selling at volume, you're going to have some number of folks who who you know learn things along the ways. And exactly like you just said, uh, someone who is not familiar with how it works and is tripping and then sends a note in and says, Hey, this thing is tripping, and then we explain to them that it's actually protecting their circuits. Yeah, they may very well have said, Okay, I don't know, I don't understand what's going on, or they may have returned a unit for that reason. So absolutely. And so, anytime you of course there's some you know, people
0: who buy it think they can plug it into a 120 volt outlet or, you know, some people who just live life in a grumpy manner and they're going to complain about (laughs) everything. They don't like the packaging or something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's some of that, that always happens, but we're really pleased that the relationships that we have with our customers, we, we stand behind our products. So, and we do that in a way that no one else does in this space, certainly as the leader, we, we basically, um, although we have a standard warranty period and things we, we support our customers. So if someone says, Hey, for some reason, we experienced this thing we don't like, then we support them. We will arrange for uh if they wanted to do a return. In fact, we've just put our site, we have a 30-day money-back guarantee return policy. Like we, 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 we have faith in our products. We have sold enough of them now to, to answer your question that we feel very comfortable about that. And we know that they're high quality and we're we have them, we produce them in a very efficient and uh sophisticated and simple fashion. So we we feel really good about that.
0: Looks looks very compelling. Everything looks good. So what, I don't know if we covered this already, but as far as installing the, the splitter switch, does this just plug in or do you need to put it on, on a shelf or do you need to wall mount it? How does that work?
1: Yeah, there's, there's no installation required for the splitter switch. And and we have many folks who will just simply set it on a shelf next to their, their dryer or, or other people put it on their dryer and just plug it in and it's immediately operating. But for those folks who do wish to like mount it on a wall, they can do that. It's got uh, four holes in it already uh, pre-drilled and ready. And it comes with a little kit where you could just screw in uh, the mounts either to the wall or to drywall. So it's everything you need if you wanted to do that. And it, it, you know, I'd say maybe two thirds of people do elect to wall mount it just so it's uh, visible and, and looks neat. But uh, many people also don't don't need to. Um, and the device is portable. So some people will use this if they're renting. And then they when they move, they want to take it with them. They can just unplug it. So yeah, there's no installation required, but optionally you can mount it on the wall very easily with the screws and so forth that come with it.
0: And do you have any concern, you know, some some copycat coming in, spending a bazillion dollars on advertising and, and uh, chasing you out of the market? Do you have any worries about that or?
1: we don't have any worries about that. You know, we, we believe that if you build a high quality product that has all the necessary safety features, especially when you're dealing with high voltage 240 volt and is, is a compelling value prop and you're deployed broadly. So people can rest assured that it actually works and is great. And is easy, we think that wins. And so we're just focused on ourselves and building the best products that we can, but of course there will be cheap. Copycat knockoffs uh, that come out—it's not uncommon for that to happen. Um, in China, there could be something that shows up that's just super dirt cheap. I would say that if that happens. I would be wary of it and do do your research to make sure they've actually sold a lot and make sure that it's the uh, that that they have the, uh, the the critical design elements in there and that they haven't done something silly like like claim to have an internal circuit breaker and maybe have one but have it be mismatched. Like uh, like like you know, we've heard of instances where someone put in a a circuit breaker. So they could say they have a circuit breaker, but they set it way too high. The circuit breaker is way above the maximum safe charging rate. So it doesn't do any good. So it's plugged into somebody's house. That person thinks they have a safety circuit breaker in there, but it doesn't trip because it's set too high. So it would overheat their house and be exceed the NEC safe. So so I would say I would be really careful and aware. I'm sure over time there'll be cheap, cheapo units out there And whether or not they look nice is one thing, but I'd say the most important aspect is, is this broadly deployed? Is it been out there for a while? Is it rock solid? And that sort of thing.
0: When you're dealing with electricity and your car and your house, you know, safety gets to another level of importance. So I think people will uh, will keep a focus on that, I imagine. So a couple of final questions. If uh, I know we covered this, but just to make it clear. If someone wanted to switch the power between the EV charger and the dryer, they have to manually do that every time or how does or how does the splitter switch work to make that easier?
1: Uh, no, yeah, it does it automatically. You don't have to you don't have to remember, you don't have to do anything. No one in the house needs to be aware of it. Um, it will automatically switch the power back and forth between the dryer and the EV charger. Uh, based on you. So, so example, if you've, you're charging your car happily, and somebody else in the house comes in, does a load of laundry, they just do a load of laundry, and the system itself will automatically pause charging while it's running, and then when the dryer's done, that it'll start charging on its own. You don't have to remember, and you don't have to tell people. No one needs to think about that ever again. It's just you plug in when you get home, and you're done, and the car is charged the next day, whether or not someone uh, used the dryer or didn't use the dryer.
0: Cool. And I think final question: if someone really likes what they heard here, how would they go about getting a split volt splitter switch?
1: Yeah, the best way to do that is on our website. It's uh, it's www.splitvolt.com, splitvolt.com. And we have a whole series of products there. Uh, we have a discount there for folks who, who want to register and get news. Um, and also you can use our social media stuff to, to see and hear when we do offer sales. Periodically, we'll do a, a promotional sale just to help with awareness for a particular event or Something, but yeah, splitbolt.com is the best way to buy. Um, we are available in other channels as well um, across the U.S., but that's that's the best way to do it. Yep.
0: Cool. So, I guess any final final thoughts or comments? Anything that we missed uh, or I missed in that conversation?
1: No, I I, I really feel like we kind of hit the main elements. I know that this is a new concept for people, and 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 even hearing it once or twice might not be as clear. We have a lot of good information on our website, um, and, and especially there's a short little you know, 30 second videos and 90 second videos that sort of explain how it works. But if anybody has any questions um, about any of these things we've been talking about, you can also just send an email to help at splitbolt.com, help at splitbolt.com. We'll, we'll answer technical questions. Uh, we'll answer simple uh, business-related questions, but also the website's got a lot of good videos there and information and, and details about the programs and, and the product. And we're happy to answer questions anytime. We find that we do that a lot. There's a lot of people who have questions and aren't clear about certain things because this is a new a new area, a new space and a, a brand new solution. And we want to make sure that to help educate, you know, again, we're all about empowering EV adoption and education is a big part of that. So please visit us there or send us a note to help at uh, splitbolt.com.
0: Yeah, I know these days, 30 seconds or less is critical for many, many messages (laughs) and all of media consumption. But I'm happy that we dove into the details because when I first looked at Splitbolt, I was like, well, I'm not sure what's so different or unique here. And then when we started getting into the details, that's where I really the whole world opened up into what, what, what it is and why, why it's, why it's got so so many sales and reviews at this early stage. So for me, it's really, I think a really compelling product. I, it, you know, you can, you can hear, I, I, I'm trickle charging, which um, (laughs) I wouldn't do if I had a 240 volt plug in the garage, but also uh, is, is fine with our lifestyle, you know, work from home, that kind of thing. But the, I think for the vast majority of, of future EV buyers, I have to think that this would be one of the top choices for home EV charging. I feel like this, you know, there's a lot of products in the market and I'm sure a lot of people, people have different preferences and people are drawn different ways and people can be influenced by different marketing. But for me, you know, knowing the space, knowing the technology, it feels like one of the best options for, for many people.
1: Well, so, thank you, thank you for that. And you know, we've we've done a, quite a few various events over time, on um, various uh, shows, trade shows, and things, helping to educate folks. And for example, we were just recently at the CES show, and and we were rated basically one of the very best products that they'd seen out there in the market. So we get a lot of really wow. positive feedback. We've won uh, multiple product awards, and we have you know an extremely seasoned and experienced team. Uh, the core team that I brought on when we first started was. Averaging almost thirty years of experience in their functional areas, and that's because we'd worked together previously. So we've benefited a lot. So we feel like a lot more mature and uh, robust and established company maybe than we are according to our total years out there as a company. And I think that's helped us tremendously. So if we if we didn't have all that experience and that seasoned executive team, we would be it would be much more challenging to build a an effective and a compelling value proposition product that's safe and so forth. So we think that's important.
0: You see, there was more more to say. CES award, I'm sure so we have to include the awards in the the write up about the, the interview. Well, we well. were
1: at CES and, and we were we were identified by buyers as, as one of the very best products out there. We the product awards we we won and we had won in 2020 and then now in 2022. That was not specific to CES. It was at the same time frame though. Okay. I think that. But but anyways, the point is, yeah, you, there's all that. I mean, that's all marketing stuff. You can see it on our website, but that's all just comes with the territory. If you build a good, a really good product great value proposition, solve a problem for people and do it in a safe way. They're going to like it. It's going to do well for them and the company will do well. And that all the rest sort of works itself out. So we we don't do tons of um, hype-based marketing. We just try and share, spread the word. And, uh, and that's what we've been doing so far. And it's been working.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for being an early Ford Fusion Energy buyer and early Tesla Model 3 buyer and creating a, a great home EV charging solution. Thank you. And thank you for thank talking you. to CleanTechnica today on Clean Tech Talk. Anyone listening, of course, uh, subscribe if you haven't. If you enjoyed this conversation, we have all kinds of uh, detailed conversations with clean tech leaders like Dan. And if you really want to support our work, you can always become a, a, a paying subscriber on future.cleantechnica.com subscribe. And that sometimes gives you access to exclusive podcasts or early access to podcasts and uh, and other content uh, articles, et cetera, reports. Thank you so much, Dan. Have a good good day over there in sunny California.
1: Thank you very much, Zach. We really appreciate your time and appreciate uh, your followers' time listening. And again, send us questions to help at uh, splitbolt.com if any questions come to mind.
0: Thank you for listening to Clean Tech Talk. Join us next time to get your electric fix.